So today we're going to begin the Law of One session 16. This is a long session. This was received January 31, 1981. Here we have 62 exchanges between Don and Ra. This is the re-listened version. Uh, the session uh, covers many topics. Begins with a discussion, a long exchange about quarantine, and then Orion, which is part of the reason there's a quarantine, and then some discussion about harvest and back to Orion, and some discussion of Moses, Moisha, who um, had a close relationship with Orion, unfortunately, and then uh, some discussion about the history of the solar system and Ra and the densities astronomy, uh, something, some discussion of the Confederation, and cosmic life again, harvest and third density, and cattle mutilations, which is a real phenomenon also. So here we cover many densities, and cosmology, and astronomy, and Orion, and the Confederation, and quarantine, and some history. So this, it's a pretty rich session, and we'll probably cover it in three classes. <clears throat> so, 16.0, Rog, make greeting. I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. We communicate now. And uh, the first comment from Don is uh, kind of garbled. A lot of, it, a lot of it's inaudible because of the tape malfunction, I guess. Uh, talking about how he's trying to present an unbiased account of the Law of One. So he's still finding his uh, seat uh, and the way of uh, approaching the uh, questioning so as to form the basis of a book, which became four books or five, the Law of One series. Uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, this is a very long session which means that the degree of energetic harmony established between the three, Don, Carla, Jim, and Ra, was already quite significant. So although he's fumbling a bit to try to find the right questions or the right ways of approach, um, they're already uh, manifesting great harmony, and that's why the session could, la could be so long. The first question is... Um, about the guardians and the quarantine. And he says, I'd like to ask, considering the free will distortion of the law of one, so the law of free will is considered the first distortion below or coming from unity or the law of one, how can the guardians quarantine the earth? Is this quarantine within the free will distortion? And Ross says, the guardians guard the free will distortion of the mind-body-spirit complexes of third density on this planetary sphere. The events which require activation of quarantine were interfering with the free will distortion of mind-body-spirit complexes. What does that mean? Well, the work of the guardians uh, is not an infringement of free will, but rather it's an activity to protect the free will of humanity in 3D physical on Earth. What required such uh, additional... Um, emplacement of protection from 8th density, guardians are 8th density, what required that were certain events 
which themselves were considered interference with the free will of humanity. And that's actually uh, the work, I believe, of the confederation group named Yahweh on the Martian transfers, the souls coming from Mars 75,000 years ago. And that genetic modification done to those souls coming to Earth 75,000 years ago from Mars, that intervention was considered a free will infringement by other members of the Confederation and led to some quarantining, which itself has the effect of limiting Orion intervention. It doesn't limit the Confederation because the Confederation follows the law of free will um, by uh, voluntarily, by uh, their natural desire to not hurt anyone and to maximize uh, the free will um, usage, utilization of free will by uh, everyone, by all souls. They don't want to infringe. So the quarantine is really against Orion, and it's in the end, uh, or it seems, it's, it's the result of these events uh, that require quarantine, or it, what requires quarantine were the events that are considered infringement. Events uh, uh, were that what required the quarantine were this interfering with their free will, with humanity's free will, and I believe that was what happened 75,000 years ago. And so Don has some confusion, and it's a complicated matter, and so he goes further. It says, um, it seems to me that it would be the free will of the Orion group to interfere. How is this, meaning the free will of Orion that wishes to interfere, how is this balanced against the other concept you just gave? Meaning, I think, the Guardian's limiting of the free will of Orion to interfere with free will. <laughs> so, Ra, it's a deep matter. Ra says, the balancing is from dimension to dimension. So balancing of free will go, is, is, a, is a specific matter pertaining to particular densities in relation. The balancing is from dimension to dimension. The attempts of the so-called crusaders, Orion, to interfere with free will are acceptable upon the dimension of their understanding, 40 negative. However, the mind-body-spirit complexes of this dimension, you call third, uh, 3D physical, form a dimension of free will which is not able to, shall we say, recognize in full the distortions toward manipulation. Thus, in order to balance the dimensional variances in vibration, a quarantine was set up this being a balancing situation, whereby the free will of the Orion group is not stopped, but given a challenge. Meanwhile, the third density group is not hindered from free choice. And so, this really is a balancing, and it's very subtle. Uh, what's occurring is that, uh, from the perspective of 4D negative Orion, Crusaders, so any human crusaders, you know, have their uh, their heritage, you know, Orion. <laughs> also, crusading is not the positive way. It's not the way of service to other, service to all. Crusading is holy war, which is service to self, which is uh, not positive action. The attempts of so-called crusaders, 4D negative Orion, to interfere with human free will are acceptable upon the dimension of their understanding, so for them, of course, what they're doing is acceptable. They don't consider it for infringement, they consider it their right, or duty. 
however, to humanity, um, Earth humanity, uh, mind, body, spirit complexes of this dimension you call third, meaning humanity in 3D physical, uh, from their perspective, they're living within a dimension or a view of free will uh, within their free will, they don't have the capacity to recognize fully manipulation. So by their own free will, which is actually their condition of non-discernment, humanity's condition of confusion between right and wrong, good and bad, positive and negative, love and control. Humanity's condition of mind, uh, as the result of its karmic inheritance and the seeds planted in past lives, has a lack in discernment. Therefore, they cannot recognize manipulation. Therefore, the limits of humanity, Earth humanity's free will is the limit ultimately here of uh, discernment. Or the, the problems or deficiency in discernment is the result of their free will. You know, if you make yourself, if, if you, you know, if you drink yourself to uh, cirrhosis of the liver, that's your free will. Now it's your free will to experience cirrhotic liver. Uh, likewise, if you, uh, if you uh, blunt mind discernment and don't take responsibility for the life you're living, uh, then the limits of your free will include a deficient discernment and the deficient capacity to comprehend uh, what's coming at you. So, uh, human, human free will, as it has been self-created, not being able to recognize distortions toward manipulation, meaning manipulation, uh, needing to be protected or uh, deserving of higher dimensional confederation protection uh, gains this what's called this balance to balance being uh, uh, allowing to be balanced or dimensional variances in vibration are being balanced by the confederation <coughs> excuse me the the <coughs> dimensional variances in vibration means the mind of 4D negative versus the mind of 3D repeaters. This is the basis of the quarantine by the Confederation, which wishes, wishes to let the um, Earth humans, of course, the 3D souls here, have a maximal opportunity to self-learn. And so it's a balancing situation whereby Orion's free will is given a challenge, but not stopped. Therefore, there are windows through which they can come. It's not they're not stopped from being here. They're limited. <clears throat> it's, they're given an obstacle course. Meanwhile, the 3D group is not hindered from free choice to choose Orion, or to choose to stay sleeping, or to choose positivity. So Don, understanding that this was um, referenced earlier with discussion of Windows, uh, 16.3 <clears throat> asks, could these windows that occur, dot, 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 uh, that let the Orion group come through once in a while, does this have anything to do with free will distortion? Ross says, yes, it's correct. That's the point. The fact that there are windows or temporary time-space openings or vortices through which 4D negative can come 
that is uh, a fact, uh, a manifestation of the balancing of the rightful free will of Orion to do its own thing, and the rightful free will of uh, non-discerning, immature humanity to be protected from uh, clever manipulation. Don goes, how does it work? Ross said, the closest analogy would be a number generator, a random number generator within certain limits. So that's clever, huh? Guardians are smart. Uh, what's the source of the random number generator? Meaning that there's what appears to be random generation of the windows. <clears throat> what's the source of the random number generator? Is it created by the guardians to balance their guarding? <laughs> it's actually the means by which the guardians effect the quarantine uh, limiting balancing of free will of Orion uh, with free will of uh, immature humanity. Or is it a source other than the Guardians? Of course, Ra uses this as another opportunity to discuss the Law of One. They say all sources are one, right? The seven dimensions, like seven rainbow colors, uh, come out of the prism, which is simply the means by which the one white light splits into seven. Is the substance of the seven colors different? than the substance or the nature of the white light that entered the prison that split into seven? Of course not. So, the nature of the seven is the nature of source. The nature of love light that splits into seven is the nature of infinity and infinite will love, infinitely aware love will that uh, chose for itself the splitting into seven, the creation of octaves and letting there be light. So all sources are one. Seven comes from the one via the three, like the three principles. All sources are one. Uh, there's only one source. <laughs> all comes from the one source. However, we understand your query, meaning, okay, we'll go down to the relative view here, not the absolute view. Ross says, the window phenomenon is an other self-phenomenon from the Guardians. It operates from the dimensions beyond space-time, in what you may call the area of intelligent energy, the Logos. Like your cycles, such balancing, such rhythms are as a clock striking. In the case of windows, no entities have the clock. Therefore, it seems random. It is not random in the dimension which produces this balance. That's why we stated the analogy was within certain limits, meaning it's not random. So, the phenomenon of the quarantine, which produces the windows through which Orion 4D negative comes through sometimes, is a phenomenon generated by the Guardians, and other self-phenomenon. Guardians are 8th density, like Nityananda and like Gautama, in my view. Uh, Gautama, Buddha, 2,500 years ago, and Nityananda, uh, 30 years ago, or 50 years ago. Um, were manifestations of guardians in human body, I believe. True avatara, satpurush. <clears throat> and um, uh, a number have come through India in the last uh, three, four thousand years. That's why India has a different vibratory field. It operates, meaning the window phenomenon operates from the dimensions beyond space-time, obviously. Space-time meaning 3D physical. In what you may call the area of intelligent energy, that's associated with sixth density, um, law of one, 
but it's also the nature of the logos that produces the seven, and that's why <clears throat> uh, they've used the term. Rod, in the previous session talked about intelligent energy as a downstepping from intelligent infinity. Right? We have intelligent infinity uh, moving uh, by free will or focalizing. Uh, towards the production or generation of love light, which produces then seven, seven rays, seven dimensions and octaves. So intelligent energy can be understood as the energy uh, of the etheric, of the ethereum, which is the essence of the seven dimensions. Or, it, it, and it has a certain resonance with sixth density. This is a strange concept. That it's sort of the eighth dimensional, but it's... Uh, it, it inputs through six. Anyway, like your cycles, meaning the uh, 75,000 year master cycle and the 25,000 year major cycles of 3D life and, and harvesting, like those cycles, this balancing, again, the free will, it's a free will balancing, right, of the free will of Orion and the free will of humanity. This balancing and these rhythms, so cycles... Uh, are a form of balancing <clears throat> and a manifestation of rhythm, right? Vibratory, um, vibratory sequence. These rhythms, these balance, the, this balancing, these cycles of the production of the windows, are as regular as a clock striking. That's the point. As a clock striking means regularity. However, <laughs> no entities have the clock. The guardians have the clock, meaning it's not random to them, but it's random in the octave. Therefore, Orion cannot figure it out. <clears throat> Sorry, it's above their level. Uh, therefore, it seems random, but it is not random in the dimension which produces this balance, which is the eighth density, the guardian uh, infinity beings, the lords of karma. From their level, it's not random. And that's why Ross said that we stated the analogy was within certain limits, those limits are the limits of randomness, what appears to us to be random actually is following a higher order <clears throat> or a higher regularity or rhythm or cyclicity, uh, 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 manifestation of cycles, cyclicity. So that's occurring. <clears throat> uh, but uh, no man shall know the hour. But the guardians know the hour. The guardians know the hour. But <laughs> they, they're mum. They're not talking about it. That's meaning the hour of dimensional shift, and that's a biblical or a Christian analogy. No man shall know the hour. Yes, indeed, but, but the Logos knows the hour. God knows the hour. The guardians know the hour. 16.6. Then this window balancing prevents the guardians from reducing their positive polarization by totally eliminating the Orion contact through shielding. Is this correct? It's not quite correct because the guardians are beyond polarity. And uh, I wouldn't say that it's uh, preventing them from reducing their positive polarization. But uh, it, it is a manifestation of positivity, what they're doing, surely, in a sense. Uh, it's certainly not service to self. <laughs> Ross, so Ross says it's partially correct. In effect, the balancing of quarantine allows an equal amount of positive and negative influx this balanced by the mind-body-spirit distortions of the social complex. <clears throat> Thus, in your particular planetary sphere, less negative, as you would call it, information or stimulus is necessary than positive, 
due to the somewhat negative orientation of your social complex distortion. So this is not a 3D negative planet. This is not a 3D negative social or global social complex. It is a somewhat negatively oriented global social complex where most people who are harvesting will harvest for depositive <clears throat> and the numbers of 3D negative harvestables is very very small and many many of those 3D negatives playing with uh, the Illuminati and playing black magic even even playing black magic which represents the highest level in my view of the service to self um, representatives in 3D space-time meaning the highest level of the negatives here on Earth, I would say, are the black magicians. Where you'll find them is uh, up to you. <laughs> Where are they? <clears throat> well, they would be in places that would um, do black magic, uh, perver religion, perversity of religion. Uh, and they'd be uh, affiliated and non-affiliated. Uh, even they, like Mr. Crowley, um, a goodly bunch of them are not actually... Uh, negatively oriented at the base of their beingness, as Crowley wasn't. That's a big problem. And so even some of they, who are operating at some of the higher levels of 3D negative, in terms of consciousness, uh, use of negative use of wisdom, and use of intelligent energy, even some of they are positive at the base of their beingness, which is a six-density uh, reality, uh, and therefore, they're just digging themselves in a hole, like Mr. Crowley did. So, our, particularly plan our particular planetary sphere requires less or a, a smaller degree of negative information or stimulus to be allowed to come through to quarantine because the social complex is already somewhat negative, which means the already somewhat negative orientation of Earth humanity naturally calls Orion from further negative guidance and power and knowledge and assistance. That is allowable, and uh, that occurs. And that, you know, <laughs> is responsible for some of the somewhat sophisticated uh, mind control, social control mechanisms we see globally today, and all through history, really, for the last, you know, since uh, the end of Atlantis. The sophisticated degree, the nature of the sophistication of that uh, individual and social body and mind and spirit control, controls applied to the individual, to the collective at levels of body and mind and spirit complex, that's that the, the uh, hierarchy or the lattice work, um, the, <clears throat> the systems of bondage, uh, applied top-down to the individual and the collective by human leadership for the last 15,000 years are somewhat sophisticated because uh, they get it from their teachers at 40 negative. Based on that, the quarantine isn't necessary to allow so much more negative. They're already coming. It's already getting that. So this balancing that allows an equal amount of positive and negative, it's not an equal amount. It's really a fair... It's a fair sampling of positive and negative based on free will considerations, the considerations that limit 
<clears throat> the amount of negative that should come through because of the immaturity or non-discernment of humanity and allow a certain degree of Orion 40 negative transmission warranted by the allowable service-to-self choices of Earth humans who are calling for that contact. So <clears throat> the human negative humans or negatively oriented humans <clears throat> deserve some degree of their contact with Orion. <laughs> where Orion bids them and enslaves them and provides information and knowledge and power along the way. Ra said, of course, the uh, contact is not uh, fair play. They're being bid and uh, hooked, as energetically hooked, by 4D negative response to the 3D negative calling. But that's all allowable. Meanwhile, uh, the mass of humanity, non-discerning, immature, and not not really deserving of enslavement um, needs protection by production of quarantine and the quantity of the windows the degree to which windows are produced or not produced is um, the result of the uh, integration of what 3d negative calling deserves and what 3d non-oriented deserves one deserves a, a sufficient contact with Orion, the other one doesn't. And then that changes over time, to, depending on their state. And so that shifting, um, the shifting calculus of um, uh, the, the collective human free will, um, the product, you know, the... the um, the summation, the integration of the major tendencies of humanity in their consciousness development and how that affects production of the windows, uh, which is a protective device for the free will of all, uh, allowing Orion but not too much. That calculus is shifting over time too. And of course then there are people who are positive who don't deserve enslavement and deserve more positive contact. And so it's a complicated matter, and therefore only guardians can do it, like the Lords of Karma. It's above higher self. Bodhisattva doesn't know this. Atman doesn't know this. It's above Ra. <clears throat> so, then, a couple, one more question about free will, and, and Ra, Don, concludes, in this way, total free will is balanced, so that the individual may have an equal opportunity to choose service to others or service to self. Is it correct? Yes, Ra says it's correct. And so that total free will or the free will of total humanity is balanced or is protected. It's protected by the quarantine balancing regarding the production of windows <clears throat> so that there's a fair level playing field so that positive seekers can get positive contact, negative seekers can get negative contact, and those who want to keep their head in the sand uh, won't have the beach blown up. <laughs> Meaning... Those who wish to not seek are allowed to continue not seeking until they're ready to seek rather than being uh, enslaved, manipulated by um, excessive Orion contact. And, and um, this is a long, long discussion. So, meaning, is it fair today? What's going on in the world <clears throat> from the guardian logoic level? Well, uh, I guess so, but it certainly doesn't appear or feel that way. Anyway, uh, now we get to some questions 
about Orion, and then I'll take questions here in the group. 16.8, uh, Don realizes, yes, indeed, and he says, this is a profound, real, profound revelation, I believe, in the law of free will. Thank you. I think so, too. It is a profound manifestation of the, um, the cosmic law of free will as applied to the protection of a 3D planet, planetary race, uh, where you have mixed orientation and many with none, no orientation. So, uh, very excellent question, 16.8. Don says, this is a minor question, further to make an example of this principle, but if the Confederation landed on Earth, they'd be taken as gods, breaking the law of free will and thus reducing their polarization towards service to all. So there you see he's using the phrase service to all in, in place of service to other, which I commend, and I've used it. Uh, I assume that the same thing would happen if the Orion group landed, meaning that they'd be taken as gods and that would be breaking the law of free will and reducing their polarization. So you see, when a higher dimensional group breaks the law of free will, uh, whether done as Orion sort of longs to do but knows they shouldn't for their own well-being, or not done by the Confederation as they never do because they don't want to interfere. But when or if and when there is interference with the law of free will, which is a metaphysical matter, it's not uh, some guy who says, you know, you broke the law, but uh, they know it. It's a metaphysical law of the octave. It does reduce their polarization, even on the negative path. So... <clears throat> uh, I assume the same thing would happen if the Orion group landed. How would this affect their, meaning Orion's, polarization towards service of self if they were able to land and become known as gods? And you see, this is a very interesting answer. Ross says, in the event of mass landing of the Orion group, the effect of polarization would be strongly towards an increase in the service to self, precisely the opposite of the former opportunity which you mentioned. Now, Ross not saying they can't do it. And we have a second question, 16.9, that explains more. So we'll suspend confusion for a moment till we, when we get to 16.9. Uh, their first response is that if negative ET, Orion, made the mass landing openly, hello, we are, you know, your friends from Orion, smile, smile, <coughs> uh, and uh, we're here to help you, uh, just sign up here, take the chip, and if you don't, we'll kill you. But we're your friends, and we're here to help you. If they did such a thing, Ra says, the effect of human polarization would be strongly towards an increase in service of self, meaning people would follow along. That That's a sad commentary on human gullibility, or the gullibility, I think, the gullibility of uh, repeating collective, collective repeating humanity. Why would there be an increase in service to self? <clears throat> um, people would follow along because they think, oh, they're gods, and then they'll do what they're told. Poor humanity. Poor humanity. So if they came down as gods, there would be an increase in service to self. Hmm. Okay. Which is opposite of the former opportunity, which you mentioned, meaning the confederation, which Ra seems to imply, would lead to a massive or significant increase 
in service to other, service to all, because people would follow them. John follows up 16.9. If the Orion group was able to land, would this increase their polarization? What I'm trying to get at is, is it better for them to work behind the scenes and get recruits from our planet, which is what they do, the person on our planet, 3D space-time physical, the Illuminati, going towards service to self, strictly on his own, using his free will, or is it just as good for the Orion group to land upon our planet, meaning 3D physical, and demonstrate remarkable powers and get people like that, get recruits? <clears throat> Roth says, 16.9, The first instance is, in the long run, shall we put it, more salubrious, meaning of benefit, for the Orion group, meaning working behind the scenes, in that it does not infringe upon the law of one by landing. So there is infringement of the law of one by landing, which is a, a direct interdimensional crossover, 4D space-time, 4D negative space-time to 3D space-time. So working behind the scenes, the first instance, uh, working behind the scenes, getting recruits and letting human recruits who are enslaved, the first slaves of Orion, letting them do their own thing to enslave the rest, uh, would that be more salubrious? Yes, that's more salubrious, because it doesn't infringe upon the law of one by landing. So landing equals infringement, actually. And thus does its work through those of this planet, which they are doing. In the second, sub second circumstance, a mass landing would create a loss of polarization. So it is an infringement, and it is a loss of polarization for them due to the infringement, right? Loss of polarization or depolarization on the negative path due to metaphysical infringement of the law of one, regardless of whether they like it or don't like it. The law is above them. Uh, because that's infringement upon the free will of the planet. However, it would be a gamble. And so again, Ra's not saying they, they're prevented <laughs> from doing this. It's just a gamble. That's why in my limited view, uh, I do hold out the possibility that before dimensional shift, we might see a um, real 4D negative um, incursion into physical space-time. But if that happens, all bets are off from the Confederation. And um, there's a lot more going on on planet Earth than Orion. So, however, it's a gamble, meaning uh, the mass landing that is an infringement of the law of one that could create a loss of polarization to Orion by the infringement uh, still would be a gamble. Why? Ross says, if the planet were then then were conquered and became part of the Empire, which is the purpose of the New World Order, to bring Earth into the Orion Empire, if the planet were then conquered and became part of the Empire, the free will would then be reestablished. Everyone would, you know, be Nazi planet. This is restrained in action due to the desire of the Orion group to progress towards the one creator, meaning it's a big risk and it could backfire. Uh, this desire to progress inhibits the group from breaking the law of confusion. <clears throat> law of confusion equals the law of free will. Landing is infringement. Uh, if they were not able to reestablish free will in their favor, right? voluntary Nazi uh, planetary uh, social structures, right? Happy Nazi planet. We're all uh, supremely interested in, uh, you know, 
conquering the universe because we're the chosen planet by uh, the godly Orions, this kind of view. And so let's go out and enslave the other planets. Uh, or, you know, you should be my slave, uh, as the masses here would be told by the elite here, as they're already told, uh, because, you know, the savior from, from beyond uh, comes and uh, sets the social structure here, and you've got to accept your inferior place. That's what would be happening. Um, not everyone would go along with that. Therefore, it's a big gamble. Therefore, they don't let themselves do that. Therefore, they don't make landing. Um, there are many other factors, though, in play, too. Finally, 1610, Ross uh, Don says, You mentioned the word empire in relation to the Orion group, like the Empire State or the Empire State Building. Some connection, perhaps. I have thought for some time that the movie Star Wars was somehow an allegory, in part, for what's actually happening. Is it correct? Ross says, this is correct, in the same way that a simple children's story is an allegory for physical, philosophical, social complex, distortion, understanding. So Ra just can't help themselves from being verbose, but they're saying that, yeah, with the movie Star Wars and the uh, you know Empire striking back, uh, it is comparable, it is allegorical uh, to the reality of 40 negative Orion Empire building throughout this portion of the galaxy, and it's comparable to a children's story, a grim fairy tale, uh, <clears throat> as an allegory for a higher, more intellectual, philosophical um, understanding of um, the reality of life in the octave. So it's similar, but it's like a children's story. So, uh, let's take a break here and go to questions, and then we'll go back to some discussion between Ron and Don about Harvest, and back to Orion, and then back to Moses, back to the, to the time of Moshe. Well, yeah, you see, the, I'm not clear about those things, because if they're appearing in 3D space-time, uh, is it a thought form craft or is it a 3D, um, you know, uh, material craft? <clears throat> um, I think the idea is uh, the quarantine prevents them and their craft together um, from coming through to 3D space-time. When there are windows, Ross said there may be flaps, UFO flaps, meaning um, a large sighting of many craft over a short period of a few days or something in a certain geographical area. <clears throat> that <clears throat> Those craft <clears throat> that are seen, are they 3D space-time craft or are they 4D uh, holograms? I don't know. So I, I don't really know. I, I don't think I can answer that question too well. Um, I think that there is a time limit but I don't think that that's in play by the Guardians. Ra, at one point, it said something like, when they come through in, a, in, the, in the utilization of windows that they find in the quarantine and they come through, they do as they please. However, there are li metaphysical limits in that, you know, if they contact a very highly positively oriented entity, that's a problem. Or 
there still may be infringement once they come through, or they still may be susceptible to depolarization when they do whatever it is that may be considered infringement of the law of free will once they're already in. And it may also be, I, again, I don't know all this, it may also be that um, they can't stay so long because that itself would represent an infringement or a metaphysical loss of power or would require um, more power than it's worth, meaning more focus of mind to remain in this dimension than it's worth, meaning a certain kind of magical focusing. Uh, if they lost polarization, they might need to withdraw or they might need to do some clever operations to re-establish re free will in their favor. I think that it would be far more complicated than what they're doing now. And um, also, it will certainly invoke um, more direct intervention by the Confederation. Then things get very messy. You see that you can also uh, further surmise that that's one reason against Christians and Muslims. Christians and Muslims have a very strong understanding of Satan and demons and powers and principalities, you know, that are uh, negative uh, of higher dimensions and their effect and their play here on earth. You can certainly say that it may it appears that, indeed, maybe, two of the major oppositional groups are the Christians and the Muslims. Uh, the New Age folks, uh, much less so. So uh, that's one reason. For, even look at all the wars around the planet, right? Who's getting who's getting it? The Muslims are getting it, getting killed, and the Christians, and usually both. So one can, um, and that may simply be that may directly be because their metaphysics is quite up to speed uh, regarding demons and jinn and the negative component, or shuras, the negative component of higher dimensional uh, groups intervening. Uh, we move on to 1611 and um, see how far we can go in the next 15 minutes or so. Don asks, is there a harvest of entities towards service to self? Like there's a harvest here of entities oriented towards service to others, uh, yeah, Ross says there is one harvest. Those are able to enter fourth density through vibrational complex levels, meaning the development of their seven chakras, as manifest by consciousness, by free will. Those able to enter 4D by vibrational complex levels may choose the manner of their further seeking of the one creator, meaning, yes, there is a service of self harvest of those on the negative path who will graduate to 4D negative. Not too many that happens in 3D worlds. Uh, so, 1612, Don says, then as we enter fourth density, there's a split, shall we say. That's right, this is the three-way split. And part of the individuals who go into the fourth density go to planets or places where there's service to others. The other part will go to places where there's service to self. Ross says, yeah, it's correct. And the other group, the third of the three-way splitting, is the group which is the majority, that will repeat 3D on other 3D planets. So then Don pulls back to history and Orion and um, says, well, the Confederation established the quarantine, I understand, 75,000 years ago, right, at the beginning. 
has the Orion group been attempting to contact any part of this planet prior to that, meaning prior to 75,000 years ago, or did they, and how long have they been attempting contacting this planet? Ra doesn't actually pull back before 75,000 years, and 1613 answers approximately 45,000 years ago, there were, an attempt was made, and it was not successful. I'm not sure where that was. That is post-Lemurian and pre-Atlantean. It was not successful. Approximately 2,600, and actually, okay. <laughs> it looks like, um, it looks like, okay, the first date is correct, 45,000 years ago. There was an attempt made between Lemuria and Atlantean civilizations. It was not successful. Then there were two dates given that were wrong, and Ra corrected them later. Ra sometimes is, has a hard time with human dating and, and uh, cal uh, history timing. So but it's really approximately 3,600 years ago, meaning 1600 B.C. So we can look at what was going on in 1600 B.C., that's around the time of Akhenaten, and that's actually the Anak, uh, Anunnaki contact in Samaria. And um, Zechariah Sitchin and others have talked about that. So, approximately 3,600 years ago, the group, Orion, sent an entity of social memory, social memory complex to the planetary sphere. So they have a social memory complex too, 40 negative. This effort met with some success but was in the space-time continuum lessened in impact, which is really Samaria, Babylon. Uh, since approximately 33, it's really corrected to 3,300 years ago, meaning 300 years later, meaning 1300 BC, uh, approximately 3,300 years ago, or 1300 BC, <coughs> in your measurement, this group, Orion, has constantly been working upon the harvest, just as has the Confederation, just as the Confederation has been doing. <clears throat> so those are the major Orion contacts in the last 4,000 years, uh, 1600 BC and 1300 BC. And <clears throat> now we get into the details. Uh, can you name the entity they sent here 26, it's actually again 3,600 years ago, uh, 1600 BC. And actually, um, okay, this is, gets a little confusing. What's the name of the entity they, meaning Orion, sent here 3,600 years ago, 1600 B.C.? Ra said the entity was named by your people's Yahweh, but this is the false Yahweh. Can you tell me the origin of the Ten Commandments? And here we get into it. And this is uh, unpleasant for the Christians to hear. The origin, Ra says 1615, the origin of these... Commandments, Ten Commandments, follows the law of negative entities impressing information upon positively oriented mind-body-spirit complexes, meaning Moses, Moshe. So there's a pattern, there's a certain way or means by which negative entities impress information upon positively oriented entities who don't know that they're contacting a negative, being received, receiving information from a negative. The information attempted to copy or ape positivity while retaining negative characteristics. <clears throat> this phrase, to ape, A-P-E, like an ape on a gorilla, to ape positivity means to fake positivity, to uh, appear positive. It's called a false positive. 
while retaining negative characteristics. What negative characteristics are in the Ten Commandments, right? You know, those things that are prohibited are not good things, right? Kill, steal, this and that. It's actually the commandment phraseology. It's the structure that such um, such teaching is given as a commandment. Not, 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 thou shalt not. Gautama didn't say that. And Ra doesn't say, don't, don't, don't. Surely, though, of course, if you want to go on the positive path, uh, those actions uh, prohibited in the Ten Commandments are not positive, not good for the positive path. But the way in which it was communicated represents a kind of aping of negative, aping of positivity, retaining negative characteristics as being uh, dogmatic uh, commandment, prohibitive commandments. That's the issue. Was it done by the Ryan group? It's correct. What was their purpose in doing it? 1617. Ra says, <clears throat> and here's the uh, pith, pith, P-I-T-H, pith core teaching about the purpose of Orion on Earth. The purpose of the Orion group, as mentioned before, is conquest and enslavement. First, they do enslavement and bidding of those calling them, which are the elite, and securing that elite, uh, they encourage and then guide that human elite, which is the first enslavement, to further enslave the masses who are less clever or less powerful. The purpose of the Orion group is conquest and enslavement. This is done by finding and establishing an elite and causing others to serve the elite through various devices, such as the laws you mentioned and others given by the entity, Moses. So, <clears throat> in Ra's view, the, uh, the, the, the characteristics of the Ten Commandments being prohibitive commandments is a um, method, is a, an a instance of aping positivity, retaining negative characteristics uh, as a device, a device uh, that causes people to serve the elite. Uh, because of, you know, the Mosaic Code, um, the prohibitive uh, terminology, the prohibitive phrase framework of these commandments uh, is itself a device. It's analogized to be a device. So various, you know, serving the elite through various devices, such as the laws you mentioned and others given by the entity, which is the Mosaic Code, the Code of Moses. So there are many, many, many rules. Um, and, and command, prohibitive commandments that seem to, according to Ra, have the effect of causing others, the masses below the elite, to serve the elite, meaning the lawgivers. Uh, 1618, <clears throat> was the recipient of the laws of the Ten Commandments positively or negatively oriented? So here we're talking about Moses. Ra said, the recipient, Moisha, was one of extreme positivity thus accounting for some of the pseudo-positive characteristics of the information received. The pseudo-positivity is the, uh, pseudo means false, is the fact that, you know, doing those actions that are prohibited in the commandments, doing them is negative. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. <clears throat> it's just the uh, fact that they're provided in, as a means of causing submission to authority you know, rule-bound, punishment-delivering uh, obligation to submit to authority. That's the uh, retention of negative characteristics. 
and that's the fact that's how it is a device that's used has been is used to cause mass or the others or the group to serve the lawgiver to serve the uh, you know hierarchical religious authority but <clears throat> Moses was of extreme positivity as with contacts which are not successful this entity vibratory complex Moisha did not remain a credible influence among those who had first heard the philosophy of one, meaning the original contact with Confederation. <clears throat> and this entity, Moisha, was removed from this third density vibratory level in a lessened or saddened state. The lessening of sadness, right? Sadness, discouragement as a lessening of vitality, and in this case was a lessening of his credibility. He was not a credible influence among the people, <clears throat> that meaning there were some in the Hebrew group around him who remembered <laughs> and were, uh, you know, very, very fondly um, appreciating his original teachings of the philosophy of one. Then things changed, and the prohibitive commandments came down, and the uh, original contact with Yahweh from Confederation was replaced with a pseudo-Yahweh from Orion. So Moses left 3D physical in a lessened or saddened state, having lost what you may call the honor and faith with, with which he had begun the conceptualization of the law of one. Very positive. He's a very positive guy. And the freeing of those who were of his tribes, as they were called at that time, at that time space. So he was a positive, very extremely positive entity. <clears throat> the information, therefore... Uh, was uh, somewhat positive or pseudo-positive and had positive characteristics too. This is not unusual that a very positive person gets a true negative contact. It happens in the channeling community all the time. And as often has happened, those channels end up uh, decredited, discredited, self-discredited by their parroting of the negative teaching which they didn't realize was negative. Moisha first heard the law of one, the philosophy of one. He had begun uh, conceptualization of the law of one, which is the original um, you know, notion of chosen people, which doesn't mean superior. It just means a people who were following uh, the truth of you know, the one love like God, the creator of all, you know, the original essential teaching before it was co-opted. And so he lost the honor and faith. Interestingly, you know, there were people who knew there was something wrong here. And he lost credibility. And he lost their, their honor or their faith in him. And he lost honor in the tribe. Uh, and his original positive action of freeing them, freeing the slaves, uh, was compromised by his mistaken contact with Orion later. And... Um, Don rightly further queries, 1619, well, if this entity was positively oriented, Moisha, how was it that the Orion group was able to contact him? Good point. Well, Ra says, this was an intensive battleground. Moses was a battleground between positively oriented forces of confederation origin and negatively oriented sources, Orion. The one called Moisha was open to impression and received the law of one in its most simple form, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, the law is one, God is one. <clears throat> However, 
the information became negatively oriented, yes, due to his people's pressure to do specific physical things in the third density planes. This entity, this left the entity, Moses, open for the type of information and philosophy of a self-service nature. The lying information of uh, the Orion group, the false Yahweh. Now, Moses was a battleground that time, actually uh, 3,600 years ago, I think we're talking about. Maybe that's not the Anak, but uh, there's 3,300 and 3,600. I believe this here is 3,600. 1600 BC, that's the date Ra's giving for Moses. Scholars have uh, argued about what are the dates of Moses' life. Ra seems to weigh in here at 3,600 years BP, before the present. How it was that he, so positive, was able to be contacted and then co-opted and then uh, lessened and discredited, self-discredited by the Orion contact. How did it happen? Um, Was because he was, first of all, open to impression. He was a very positive guy. He received the Law of One in a very simple form, purely. By that, he gained uh, the faith of some of the true righteous in his tribe and um, gained honor thereby in the tribe and the area. However, the information became negatively oriented meaning he um, was hooked in by the Orion contact, which provided the negatively oriented information, due to his people's pressure to do specific physical things in third density, space-time, planes. And that happens with channels. And that happens with spiritual teachers. And that happens commonly here with good people who uh, start off well and then progressively get corrupted and self-corrupt or get contacted positively and then end up being the mouthpiece for Orion doom and gloom or negative information. Many a channel has um, self-compromised that way. And it's, it is surely related to the pressure of people around requesting what to do. What should we do uh, basically to advance ourselves, but partially how to gain power or success or achievement or stature or honor or wealth, uh, self-aggrandizement, material self-bettering, material uh, acquisition and self-aggrandizement. When that enters into the requesting, then one would lose positive contact. And so that pressure from the people around him left Moses open to uh, the type of information and philosophy of self-service nature, because their calling was somewhat self-serving. The pressure put on Moses by the people of the tribe was, according to Ra, uh, akin to or in line with self-service. And he, wanting to help them, uh, ended up calling for such information, which ultimately led to contact with Orion. And here... Don is trying to figure out how did this happen, or how is it that the Ten Commandments are aping positivity when most people think that they're purely positive. Uh, Don 1620 says, It would be unlike an entity fully aware of the knowledge of the Loved One to ever say, Thou shalt not. Is it correct 
and Ross says this is correct. So that's the point. Uh, if if the teacher says you shall not, you shall not, you shall not, that's not the same as if you do, you'll get certain consequences, or uh, the positive path doesn't progress, or you won't progress on the positive path doing this and that and the other. Uh, you can do whatever you want is the essence of um, respect for free will. And thou shalt not is uh, infringement on free will, at least verbally. Uh, when it's then codified into uh, doctrinal, dogmatic, religious structures with punishment, you know, Mosaic law, they have punishment, they have a lot of punishment. That is a negatively oriented philosophy, according to this view, and I would agree. So uh, that's what happened to Moses, and that's 3,600 years ago. That is the false Yahweh, and that's the beginning of um, a lot of trouble that came from the Middle East, and the Jewish issue on earth uh, is that they're, they're serving two masters. They started with uh, God, and they ended up with Orion, and um, it's a big problem. And um, this is not anti-Semitic. <laughs> Anybody can fall prey to Orion. Every group has, any individual does, happens commonly. Uh, and the antidote is a clear understanding of ethics and morals and virtue. Morality and virtue and the primacy of love and unconditional acceptance and non-intervention or non-interference with others' free will and the golden rule. Don't do to others what you don't want them to do to you. Don't bother anybody. Don't tell people what to do. Don't force them. Let people be as they are. Now, if someone's attacking you, it's a little different, or attacking loved ones. But um, it's the com prohibitive commandment nature of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not, with punishment, that uh, you, you know represents the negative characteristics or the Orion contribution leading to social control or individual control. And, and actually, that's all we'll do for today. Well, <clears throat> that's a good question, and I don't think I can answer it perfectly. Um, <clears throat> the quarantine is a interdimensional um, barrier membrane field of energy. It's interdimensional between 3D space-time and fourth dimension. Now, <clears throat> or, excuse me, between 3D space-time and 3D time-space even. I'm not sure. Surely it prevents 4D space-time uh, entities from Orion coming through. Now, <clears throat> um, you could go a million miles or, or a million solar light years out into the atmosphere, into the space, into the galaxy, but you're still in 3D space-time. Right? <clears throat> so, is the quarantine you know, a certain number of miles around the Earth. I don't think that it's a physical quarantine. That's the point. So you see what I'm saying? Uh, you can go out to the Orion constellation in your spacecraft, uh, and you're still going to be in space-time. <clears throat> Would the quarantine not exist in that uh, location, locus of space-time? Maybe not. Uh, then, of course, you might, but you might be implying also is that there are wormhole 
uh, technologies, perhaps they have uh, interdimensional technologies NASA has or has been given, uh, like jump room and, uh, you know, like the Star Trek transporter to go from 3D space-time to 4D space-time. Maybe. I don't know. You might want to look at the movie They Live. Oh, it's very much worth watching. It's worth watching many times over. They Live. In fact, it's on YouTube, the full movie. It's worth watching many times. And you can learn a lot from it. I have. So, I don't know. I don't know what technologies they have and if they are <clears throat> simply um, moving to the further reaches of this galactic sector in 3D space-time, or they're interdimensional. But yes, I think that's true, that part of that's what NASA would be doing, is to try to make closer relationship with Orion and uh, bypass the quarantine however they could. I, I would think so, yes. Um, it, it's a great question, and I really can't, I, I can't say the answer. It's really the call of the higher self. And the harvesting of planet Earth, does it, you know, it's a great question, and I, again, I can't answer. Uh, does, it, does it pertain to the souls that are in human cycle of evolution, regardless of what planet in the solar system they're on? Or is it only pertaining to this planet and its own uh, localized energy fields? I don't know. I don't think it would be that the Confederation would pick them up and take them back, but it could surely be that when Earth dimensionally shifts, they die. Instantly die. If indeed this harvested for them. Or they, they just die whenever they die. And at that point, the higher self will determine whether they harvest. Because they are human, uh, Earth, Earth, human, uh, planet Earth cycled uh, inhabitants. Of the, of the Earth 3D cycle, when they die of a natural death or whatever, then higher self will direct that by mind-body-spirit complex to the next position. That may be, but I don't really, I don't think the conveyor is going to pick them up and bring them back. But it could certainly be that after death, natural, uh, wherever they are, uh, higher self would involve them in a harvesting process. So, it's the higher self level, that's in higher self of the souls here, that participates in the harvesting process, not simply based on their physical location. That may be. It also may be that they can live in 3D longer. Um, certainly, they could live in 3D. It's possible they could live in 3D longer while Earth has no more 3D cycle then they'll die according to the you know limits of the 3D body. Uh, and then what? There could be another uh, Earth transplant population on Mars uh, in, as a third density group living in their you know, bubbles, in their uh, biodomes, while Earth is no longer 3D inhabited. Uh, that's possible. That may be certainly, certainly what they're shooting for. Uh, it also may surely be that they have their moon and Mars bases or off-planet um, satellite bases, if they have, uh, so as to have closer relationship to Orion 
40 negative beings who are their masters uh, circumventing a quarantine situation that um, is not in effect in the same way on Mars or Moon. Maybe, maybe. So, you know, there are a lot of questions and I couldn't give any uh, full authoritative answers. Well, you, you see, even, you see, the thing about the human elites, NASA, deep black groups, off-planet groups, underground groups, uh, and closer relation to 4D negative Orion, uh, there, uh, it's, it would be folly for them to assume they're ever being told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if I'm 40 negative, I'm not going to tell them the truth. I'll tell them what I want them to think based on what, how I want to use them 24-7. Yeah, I mean, they may think that they're privileged uh, and they have a certain, um, you know, cozy, cozy corner next to the boss. But actually, the boss doesn't give a shit about them. They're looked down as animals and, and cattle in the same way that the elite looked down on the unwashed masses. The first enslavement, Ra said, is the bidding done by Orion to the human supplicant, the human elite that wishes uh, direct contact for knowledge and power. And so those that are working with them are the most enslaved and um, the most deceived, even though their level of knowledge and power is far more than ordinary humanity in, in terms of technology or understanding of um, multi-dimensional reality. Still, they're being lied to continually and manipulated. They're, they're, <laughs> they're not favorite sons. They're um, the first level of tool for Orion seeking planetary conquest and enslavement. So it's certainly true that um, part of their agenda is to prevent dimensional shift. That's HARP. One of the reasons, one of the functions of HARP, and um, even I think uh, atmospheric nuclear testing <clears throat> and other things going on is to prevent dimensional shift. The atmospheric nuclear testing may also punch holes in uh, space time to allow more negative entities come through. 911 may have been a fire sacrifice to allow more negative entities in Orion to come through. Right? Black rat magic ritual is another way of punching holes, they think maybe, punching holes between the astral or space-time and time-space to bring through more Orion or negative entities. <clears throat> it's surely conceivable that they wish to establish uh, long-term alternative transplant hybridization plans with the negatives, hybrid, genetic hybrids of themselves, their transhumanism, uh, and establish colonies on Moon and Mars, which I assume they have, uh, to ride out dimensional shift and come back later when Earth has another 3D cycle. <laughs> How's that? With what? Their ancestors? Or... Uh, longevity techniques so they can live a hundred thousand years or something a thousand years or something I don't know so they're going for broke um, meanwhile they're totally co-opted by 40 negative 
meaning the human, you know, super elite or metaphysical elite. How's that? Cosmic, you know, metaphysical elite that is working directly with 4D negative. Uh, they know and have access to lots and lots more technology, information, power, relatively, relative power, than ordinary human folk and, and, and ordinary human Illuminati and non-magical 3D negatives down here on the ground. Yeah, sure, they know more, have more access, more power, uh, and I would imagine they're trying to skirt uh, the requirements of harvest or graduation uh, and do whatever they can, but they'll all die someday, you see. When they die, <laughs> it's a new ball game. And then some of them, of course, are trying to work with that so that after death, they're taken care of too by Orion. And I'm sure they will be taken care of. So, but not perhaps in the way they were told. So it's a it's a it's a rough game. It's a it's a high stakes uh, bidding play for them to be playing with 4D negative. And I, I I don't think they don't think they know what they're involved in. So uh, they they are really drunk with um, some de some relative degree of greater power and knowledge. But yes. The kind of things you're thinking or suggesting, I imagine they've they're they're working on. They've been working on for a long time. Uh, next time we'll start with 1621. Hopefully we'll get finished with the next 20 questions of session 16. Uh, that covers some more about uh, history and dimensional evolution. Uh, some things about astronomy. Actually, many questions about astronomy some discussion of the Confederation and uh, further discussion of astronomy in the galaxy and a little bit about harvest and uh, so next week we'll try to finish the next 20 questions also and finish this session 16 in three parts so thanks for being here today and uh, I appreciate it a lot and see you next time okay good night